0: we I got to have a pretty wild night at an event recently with a man that I have come to enjoy my naked time with very, very much. We're going to be sharing the details of that, or I guess I will, very soon. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. 2024, new year, new you, and if you're a lifestyler that isn't having the the success that you want to have in the lifestyle, this might be the year to switch over to Cassidy. If you're using one of the old antiquated sites and you can't figure out why you're not making amazing connections with amazing people, maybe it's because you need to be on Cassidy instead. Cassidy has a clean interface. They're constantly improving it, adding new features, and making it easier than ever before to find sexy people that you might want to enjoy naked time with yourself. So if you want to check out Cassidy free for an entire month, all you have to do is head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner, try it free for 30 days, and start meeting hot people for hot nights. Or days,
1: <laughs> or whatever.
0: I actually prefer daytime play. For sure, <laughs>
1: it's so much more fun. Fucking kidding me! And anytime like one of my play partners like, "Hey, can we meet at 2? I'm like. <laughs> Fuck, hell yeah, we yes can. we can yeah we can
0: yeah it's always the guys that are like I'm not off work till like 8 can we meet at 9 I'm Ugh. like fuck, I want to be in bed by 9 yeah, I want to be done that. getting fucked already have fucked you showered and yeah. be in bed by 9 for sure <laughs> that's like yeah. the ideal situation yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> I'm, yeah fuck all that mi- oh you know we live in Vegas of course so it's like oh yeah let's you know go out for a drink at <laughs> 9 o'clock we'll get to play at about midnight oh fuck yeah are you here.
0: out of your fucking minds no no, no we are not no, those people no. sorry we're not that much fun no both of us think we're a lot of fun until it comes to something like that. And then well, I'm like I don't, nah.
1: I don't relate fun to how you know what time we're at. I can have just as much fun at two o'clock in the afternoon as I guess most people have at two a.m. I don't, and and more actually because I don't have to feel like shit the next day.
0: I also think it eliminates some of the awkwardness of like when people drink too much at night because like if you're for meeting sure. somebody for like a lunch date, the chances of them getting sloppy ass fucking drunk or wanting to order shots for the table or something is significantly well, you diminished. Make, <laughs> you make
1: the decisions that you make aren't as bad during the day. Yeah, you make really bad decisions. Why is that?
0: Why is it that like the sun goes down and all of a sudden your ability to be a logical adult kind of goes out the window? Yeah, not all their... the time, of course, but no. it just seems like it's that's there's a trend
1: there. Well, you think about it, it's kind of like, I guess it's a societal thing, right? Oh, it's you know, everybody works Monday through Friday, nine to five. So nine to five, you got to be professional and, you know, be fucking normal and behave and, yeah. you know, not be completely fucked up and a total idiot. And then the sun goes down. It's like, Woo, five o'clock's over. Fuck it. We're we're done. Let your hair down. <laughs>
0: time to get our slut on, yeah, which I... I celebrate. But it's just yeah. why
1: can't I do that during the day? I, I can do that during the day. I've done that many times. During well, yeah,
0: the day. I mean, most people are like if you're working in nine to five, you're still off two days a week.
1: Yeah, but so see, you could choose to play
0: in the middle of the afternoon on one of your days off. No, nobody
1: does that. It's always night. Oh, we're going out Saturday night. You never hear people go. Cannot wait to go out Saturday afternoon. I do because I want a day drink. Then I don't. Want I was going to have, gonna say know.
0: if I'm going to drink or fuck, I'd rather do it during sure. the day. Like when you and I go to I think brunch, it's much
1: more responsible. Too. <laughs> Is
0: that, I think it's that's mostly in our heads. If we're being completely I honest, I, we've a, gone I
1: believe to, it's more responsible.
0: We've gone to like day drinking opportunities, like bottomless mimosas, and been fucking degenerate.
1: Oh yeah, but again, at least. We're not out until fucking midnight, 2 o'clock in the morning because we're passed out way before then. <laughs> and, you know, we haven't made complete asses of ourselves because even though we are out having a good time during the day, it's always in the back of your mind. It's like – um you know, it's one in the afternoon. Maybe don't completely show your yeah,
0: ass. Yeah, maybe you don't get completely plastered. Like, yeah. have a nice buzz going if right. you want, but not yeah. appropriate to be drunk off no. your ass at one in the afternoon. Well, also,
1: it's like, you know, because maybe we plan to have dinner later. I've got to be fucking cogent for that. So, yeah, you're not acting like a total fucking moron.
0: And as I'm saying all of this, I realize none of it is logical because this... Well, <laughs> the, no, not at all. There are multiple bars here in Las Vegas now that do bottomless mimosas, and yeah. they literally have signs up at their establishments that say... If you throw up at their bar or in any other way, make a mess because you're drunk, they have a cleaning fee for you, which tells you that these people are like, I don't give a fuck if it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm getting so drunk. I puke at the bar. Well,
1: we go to a bar that has the sign over the men's urinal. Obviously, you don't see it, uh, but it says if you throw up in the urinal, you're not only cleaning it, you're paying a cleaning fee. Oh, Just ask the bartender for a bucket.
0: That is disgusting. Yeah. Well, guys are gross. Well, anyway, moving on from that lovely subject, <laughs> uh, we took the week off from play. Neither of us play. Well, no, that's not true. Did you play with Jade this week? I did okay no. so I took the week, week off from play yes, and I think it was needed I think after last week you know I had the back to back play dates I had the, the sore s-
1: vagina yeah it was very busy well
0: and I also had the video call that we talked about last week gone wrong and yeah, I think good. like mentally and physically I just needed to like recoup I needed to take this week to like focus on myself to focus on work I feel like sometimes when I'm that focused on the sexy stuff especially because we work for ourselves and we set our own schedule I'm not as focused as I need to be so this week no, was no like doubt. get your shit together Brenna get back in fucking adult mode because last week i kind of slacked off a little yeah, bit. yeah
1: no I, I feel the same way I'm trying to trying to nail it down a little bit we have some things going on event wise that we're having to fix and so there has been some adult shit that has had to happen i did get to play with jade and we've had some fun we've had friends in town all week who we're going to see again later on today and probably tomorrow
0: yeah it's been um, really fun we went so, to fremont street with them yeah. and what else did we do a bunch of shit
1: i mean dinner drinks trivia
0: Oh yeah trivia we were
1: trivia champs had a great time, so yeah, it, you know we've we've been busy but not like typical naughty banging friends busy at this point anyway.
0: it's been super vanilla
1: pretty much,
0: and yeah. I kind of love that too, yeah. especially with yeah. these particular people that are in town, I mean, obviously they're very sexy people, but I just love spending time with them, yeah, so I, that's been way more yeah. of the focus, you I've know what had I mean some
1: sexy fun with her uh, a couple of times, so yeah, but this is again friends, and you don't have to you know. Have to fuck your friends to be friends. It's just not necessarily a hundred percent thing. You know what I mean? Like, I
0: mean, you can fuck your you friends, so, but you totally shouldn't can. Have, we to do, but we don't have to fuck your friends. We do not
1: have to. You know, but we, have a good, we had a good time. So today we've got a bunch of shit going on. Obviously, we're recording. We've got some work to do. Still chasing down some some venue stuff. But yeah, I think who knows what the weekend holds. We still. It's just Saturday today. I keep fucking. I thought today was Thursday. Literally woke up thought it was Thursday.
0: Definitely not Thursday. That's I wish how it was Thursday. Fucking
1: behind I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good.
0: It is so, not Thursday, sir.
1: No. So. I obviously have been attempting to meet some new folks. Now, Why I think,
0: are you saying obviously?
1: Well, because we talked about it last week. I've been oh, talking okay, to you about it. it. I have now, well, I downloaded some apps. I have since deleted some of them. <laughs> Probably uh,
0: for the best. Yeah, it's I feel just, like with you specifically, even. yeah, you need to focus on one at a time. Because if you're trying to juggle three or four, that's when you seem to get ridiculously overwhelmed. Yeah. I'll also say, at least here in Vegas, it seems like most people are on the same sites.
1: Well, so like it's like the same very... people
0: you're gonna see on Cassidy, you're gonna see on four other sites.
1: Well yes. And say, and guys are no different. Guys are on all the sites. Yeah. I the same guys are on all of them. That's
0: what I'm saying. They're probably yeah. on Grinder and fucking what's I don't the other even one like Adam Grindr. for Adam or I something? Don't, I don't use Grinder.
1: Yeah. I, I don't have any use for that. It's a complete fucking total waste of time for me. So I do. There are a couple that are uh, okay-ish. You
0: showed me one really fucking hot guy. Two, two
1: hot guys. One of them turns out to be a bot.
0: A bot? Yep.
1: One of them was bullshit. So the what first does a bot look nuts.
0: like on that site? They're just trying to like pick collect or are they trying to get you to like sign up for other sites? Yeah. Or? Hey,
1: come chat with me here. Okay. That's fu- I hate that. Yeah, and it's getting better. They're getting better at it. But- but More what, sneaky? Yeah. But what gives them all away is their it's their vocabulary.
0: Well, yeah, because it's, it's a computer addiction. talking to you, yeah, so you it's can the, tell eventually. It's
1: punctuation, it's all of that stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, that, you, oh, you don't actually. No one speaks that way. That's Listen, this
0: horrible. AI shit is going to get weird for the for oh, those yeah. apps. That is going to become oh, yeah. a real fucking problem on everything. Yeah. That's why I like some of the sites where you can actually like verify yourself. You can say, you know, send in a picture holding up your name or. Well, the you first know, thing
1: I do is I, I Google image the the pictures. I verify the pictures. Yeah, that's smart. So first, that's exactly how I found out it was a bot, c- complete horseshit. So, but the first guy the, or the one. Guy showed you, his, he's legit. But I have. Are you really, going to meet him? Yeah, we're going to try to figure that out. He travels a lot too. So we're going to try to put that together. But I have been trying. However, I did share with you some of the amazing messages that I get from single guys. I know all of you gals listening who engage or otherwise entertain the idea of playing with single men, all you hot wife couples, I know all the messages you get are fucking horrible. I hear it all the time. <laughs> I see yours. I got it. I got it. You have no fucking idea (laughs) how bad it is when guys are communicating with other guys because they don't have a fucking filter at all. They think, oh, (laughs) you're a guy. I'm a guy. You think the same way I do. I'm just going to fucking put it all out there. I'm here to tell you these motherfuckers are bad.
0: So we decided that we were going to start a new segment on the show, which is, is, we're going to call it Worst of the Week.
1: Yes, the Worst of the Week.
0: So every week we're going to choose what we deem to be the worst message that we receive from someone that week and see who wins for Worst of the Week.
1: Yeah, we're going to let everybody decide. Is that how we're going to do it? We're going to crowdsource it? Although you and I will probably figure it out pretty quick. I
0: was going to say, I feel like yeah. you and I are going to understand who's is worse quickly. very yeah. quickly. Yeah, so.
1: yeah I'm, I'm ready for the next several weeks. Okay, let's plenty. hear it.
0: Let you go first then. Right, so no, let's... but you have to do it per week. That's the whole point is yeah. that week you pick one. You can't like stockpile them. Because well, some, weeks, get, you know might, these fucking things some weeks you might have a winning week. You just never know, no, you know? No, no, <laughs> I'm trying to give people the benefit no. of the doubt here, okay? Well, let,
1: let, me get my, <laughs> let me get to my pictures. So I screenshot these and then I delete these fucking clowns because I just can't do it. So let me get the one that I think is probably the, I don't know, is it the worst? Well, I don't know. if This isn't the worst. But it's, this is, okay. So this is on par with why I don't fuck around with the young guys. Okay. Because this is a young guy that sent this to me. Okay. Seemingly from his profile. Now, keep in mind, they all have a common denominator. None of them have a profile picture. Okay. None of them. Okay. So you, it's like somebody sends you a message and you get this blank, thing you know you don't icon- even know who you're talking to no, you, you just no see, like idea.
0: very basics of who they are and that's it very
1: basic information <laughs> um this app requires like your age whatever your ridiculous screen name is and some of them are just spectacular <laughs> um and it's like you know age height You know, that kind of basic shit. And it'll tell you basic proximity, you know? Okay, so So let's hear What's the message? This particular one has no information on it uh, other than the age. The age of this particular person reads 23. I mean, there you have it, right? So I'm looking for my daddy who would like to use me on a regular basis. We seem to be really close. Are you up for fucking my soft wormhole today?
0: No, he said wormhole?
1: yes. Yes.
0: Oh, no. Do you think you
1: can beat that?
0: No. I'll give you an opportunity. Not anymore. Yeah. That's really bad. Wormhole. That's so Soft cringe. Oh, my wormhole. God.
1: Yeah. Enjoy that. It.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, mine's not nearly as colorful as that. Well, that's unfortunate. But it could be more offensive than that. Okay. okay? Let's have at it. <laughs> have you ever had a sexy Latino rock your world? I promise you I'm not like the white boys you're used to. Oh, Hit me up if you're ready to add some spice to that Caucasian diet.
1: (laughs) How fucking funny. After
0: all, everyone loves some Mexican food once in a while.
1: Well, now I don't want Mexican food at all. I'm fucking completely grossed out.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, now I'm never going to be able to eat an enchilada the same way ever fucking again. For at least a
1: week. So, well, that, okay, so we've got a couple of different things at play here. My guy is just a total fucking horn dog. Clearly, he's got some daddy issues. Hey, man, do your thing. But I don't need to know that. Don't
0: shit on daddy issues. <laughs> no, but
1: that's the, but understand also the other thing that all of these things have in common with my messages no profile picture. It's the first message they send. Yeah. This is not a conversation. This is the first digital so, correspondence.
0: Hold on. What you're saying is soft wormhole would work for you if it was five messages in, but not one message in? No. Okay. Just, However, just wanted to make sure we're
1: on the same page. From that. degrees of def- of depravity, it's less depraved if it's 10, 15 messages down. <laughs> okay. Right out of the gate, I can't, I'm, I'm calling SVU, the Special Victims Unit. Got I'm it. already creeped out. So, yeah. Yours, however, has you've got a racial component in there too. You got all kinds of shit going I on. Mean, in I mean,
0: I just found it ridiculously offensive. First of all, you don't fucking know me, you don't know who I fuck, you have no fucking idea. No,
1: it's so presumptuous and just you And know. also
0: like why lead with race? I have never Why understood are you leading that? with soft wormhole? Well, (laughs) that for sure. But like the racial aspect to me, like, I don't care that you're Latino. If I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. It's not as if I am purposefully seeking you out because you're Latino or that I personally would turn you down because you are Latino. Like, I'm just attracted to who I'm attracted to. If you have a big dick, it sure fucking helps. But I don't care. So it just seems so presumptuous and weird to lead with that.
1: Listen, I don't pretend to know why these guys do what they do. I'm just simply pointing out that as bad as you think it is for you ladies, <laughs> it no, is every soft wormhole? bit as bad and worse for men.
0: We don't need to crowdsource this because you win with soft wormhole. That is lit, That is going to haunt my dreams I tonight. I can do
1: this all day long.
0: That is fucking
1: terrifying. All day long. You want to talk about the guy that wants to watch me tenderize my meat? No. You oh sure? My God. You don't want to talk about that guy? Holy I have fuck. a picture on my bio of me in a chef's coat. Somehow that elicited that response.
0: Okay, but I told you at least that's like kind of clever. Like, is it Clever?
1: A- <laughs> The first fucking message you send me, I'm not... show me show me how you tenderize your meat. No, but... That was the first fucking message I got. <laughs> but
0: it would be really funny. Which, by if... the
1: way, I'm just pointing out the fucking guy in the picture, because he, he didn't have a profile picture. He sent me his picture and then sent that message right after it this guy's got a fucking severed head in his refrigerator.
0: Okay, my point is, that message would be really funny, like, four messages in, when you've already, like, kind of developed some level of rapport, and you say something Maybe. like, I really liked that picture of you in the chef's coat. Have you ever thought you might want to tenderize my meat? I would laugh. What? I would find that, like, charming and hilarious. He want,
1: what he but said, was well, show me how weird. you tenderize your meat. That's, yeah, that's what he said. Weird. Yeah, that's fucking weird. You can't send that to me out of the gate,
0: I'm out. It's all about words. Yeah. Words matter, and timing matters. Timing yeah. is everything. Yeah, yeah. so so anyway you win this week you win worst of the week you uh you get the uh, crown i i don't know i've had some doozies lately myself so maybe next week i'll take the crown
1: well listen i've deleted worse ones than i've already read to you well stop so deleting them. i know i just i, I you need some material well for that's this. where this came from i was like i can't this is insane i've got to do something with this. <laughs> this this is i mean these are fucking terrible right i mean who fuck who does that who speaks that way and the funny thing is i know instinctively like mr Tenderize, right if I were to have met this guy somewhere and we just bumped into each other at a bar, right? There's no fucking way this guy would speak to me that way. Guys, don't do that. We don't talk to each other right. that way. If you were
0: like, yeah, or he asked, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I used yeah. to work in the hospitality world. Right, you know, I was right, a right. chef. Right. Oh, you're a chef. Have you ever, ever thought about tenderizing my meat or you right. should tenderize my meat? Never. You would call the police. That's how you get punched <laughs> at a bar. Like
1: we don't. We, you don't. What are you doing? We don't talk to each other like that. That's. Be a, a fucking adult. You know. Oh my god. I, I don't care. what I don't care if you're trying to get laid. I don't care if you're talking to a man. I don't care who you're talking to. That shit is insane. But you gotta know that it works, because if it didn't. All of these guys wouldn't do it with the frequency with which they do.
0: I don't believe that for a second. We've talked about this many times. I think men are just stupid. Sorry.
1: Oh, no, they're, no, no, no. They're, no, no, no. <laughs> I just that's think that's a they, given. I think but they have no works. idea how to be successful. This works with men. It Maybe. has to. Because of every time I, for every one normal message I get, I get 30 like that. So, I mean, it has to be working on someone. I guess. Right? It has to work.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about something. I have a couple date potentially planned for next weekend.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. You're going to go out with a couple? Yes. Okay. Is it the couple that I know? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. The only couple I've been talking to. Super cute couple. But okay, here's my concern. I want to get your opinion on it. Up to this point, she and I have been doing the vast majority of the communication. Like she and I text, not every day, but several times a week. We're very flirtatious with each other. Sometimes we exchange kind of naughty pictures. And there's a part of me that really likes that because I feel like when you're dealing with a couple, it's more respectful as me, as the woman coming in to to do the vast majority of communicating with the other woman. I just feel like in most cases that makes people feel more comfortable about what's going on versus if he and I were doing it constantly and she was kind of on the sidelines. But I also feel like Is it going to now be weird for me to go into a potential sexual scenario with them knowing her far better than I know him? I know almost nothing about him.
1: Well, the other thing is this is the couple who's – you went to her birthday party. Yes. With uh, our friend, John, to the house party. You made out with her. You were hanging out with her. You weren't really hanging out with him very much.
0: Well, we, we flirted with each other. Like he asked, you know, he's like, obviously you're attracted to my wife. Are you attracted to me too? And I was like, right. absolutely. I think you're ridiculously handsome. I was like, are you attracted to me? And he said, yeah, I think you're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So there's some flirtation there, but we're not, I mean, I think I've texted him twice ever.
1: Yeah, well that's, I mean, listen, that may very well be a, them thing I, I you know i don't know i you know better than i do where they stand on this well, or maybe you don't i, don't
0: I let them steer the ship hundred percent i was like whatever you guys feel comfortable with if you want to do a three-way chat she's like no you know we'll talk you and i can talk this method and you and he can talk in that method and you know we'll just figure it out like they're very chill people All right, so
1: you're communicating i with them separately obviously yeah but him
0: almost not at all
1: well i think it's something if if you think it's going to be an issue or you're concerned about it i think you need to make a point of saying hey i really do want to communicate with your partner i'm going to reach out to him and try to you know have a little bit more dialogue we don't really chat that much and leading up to us meeting i think it might be a good idea
0: like get her temperature on it first yeah Yeah, yeah, i think that's a good
1: good way to go and then this way she can say to him hey by the way you know brenda's going to be reaching out to you you might if you want to you know enjoy this communicate with her because that just may not be his thing it's you know I'm not I, that's not my thing either necessarily, well they've made so. it very
0: clear that she has far more free time than he does and right. also I I feel that this is really for her right. which is part of the concern because it's like I understand like she is very bisexual it's been a while since they've had a quote unquote unicorn not that I am a single woman but a solo playing woman it's been a while so she's very excited by that because a lot of what they've done up to this point has been couple swapping right. and she's super by and she wants to be with another woman. So I, I get the sense that like this is more geared towards her than him which is fine to some degree but I also don't want to go into a situation where I feel like he's doing it because she wants it and he's not all that enthused about it. Right. And I feel like most people wouldn't think of it that way either because when it's the man that's the one that's kind of in yeah. the in the background people don't think as seriously about it as if the roles were reversed. Well of
1: course it's, it's double standards in this space like all the other ones, right? Yeah. But have you had a conversation with them about like Okay, so they play with unicorns, single females, whatever. But
0: it's been a while. It's yeah. been a
1: while. But is it is it because that's like her thing or is it his thing or is it their thing? Or is he just a guy that, you know, doesn't need to have that digital communication to enjoy an experience. Well, I mean, what I, she told
0: know. me is that they are very open to many different dynamics. They could play with couples. They have played with couples. They, I think they've entertained one or two single men like as a threesome type thing. The only real rule they have is that they play together. Like aside from that, they're open to a lot of different things. But I get the sense that she really wants to have a lot of attention from another woman not you know cuz a lot of times you and I know this from when you and I used to play with couples back fucking it feels like a million years ago at this point yeah. but you know the women are the ones that typically like kick off the action right yeah. it's like if both women are by and there's been some flirtation it was almost always that she and I would start kissing and kind of touching and yeah, rubbing that's on the each other fee. but then what happens is you split off right like you would go with the wife I would go with yeah. the husband there would be almost no contact or at least very limited, limited contact yeah between she and I after that point point. and so I think for her it's like she's excited about the idea of way more attention and interaction from another woman in a threesome dynamic
1: have you expressed that in this kind of dynamic you it is important that you have male contact
0: I made it clear that I wouldn't play with just her and she agreed because they only play together
1: Right, but... This is not a situation.
0: It's been made very clear that I'm not willing to let him just sit off and watch while she and I play together.
1: Them playing together could mean he's sitting in the fucking corner watching this. That's
0: already been discussed.
1: Okay, well... So there's no
0: concern there other than that, like, I don't feel like I know him.
1: Well, okay, so let's back up. There is a potentiality that you're going to meet them this next week or whatever. Right. Are you going out for drinks first? You go- and then- yeah, so
0: I figured what we do is probably meet somewhere close to our place um, because they have a roommate, so I have to host or we have to oh, get a room. Okay, So go somewhere semi near us, have a drink, and then if things work out, we go back to my place, right. our place. Yeah.
1: All right, so you're going to have yeah, time so to feel this out. Yeah. So I... And I would... also
0: made it clear that, like, I'm still not 100%. Not that I'm not sold on them, because they're fucking awesome and they're beautiful, but I still need to feel some level of, like, connectivity to him.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So it, what you do, obviously, is you, you try to pad this thing a little bit. You meet a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. so at least you can get an idea of his l- real level of interest. Maybe when you're, when you're all three together in, in that environment pay a little bit more attention to him and kind of see where, you know, is he warming up to you at all? Or, you know, I guess maybe at that point you can get a gauge as to whether he's really interested. And and if you can't get a gauge for it, just fucking ask him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you going to, I mean, you can't not find out and and no,
0: of course, I wasn't worried about the communicative part of it. I just wondered from your perspective as a man, like, you know, what that looks like, because now, I know, feel like most dudes just don't fucking care. I think that's really part of it.
1: Well, you'll yeah, I mean, you're talking to, to the guy that would never... You're
0: talking... I, I assume most men in this situation are like, oh, my wife is super into you, and I find you at least physically attractive. I'm in.
1: In a situation like that, probably. He also probably doesn't feel like he needs to do all of that communication because in his mind you've already told him you're attracted to him he's told you he's attracted to you
0: yeah. well, That's all. We men do, are you know. much simpler creatures yeah, we've that already gotten sure. that out of the way yeah,
1: yeah I don't think it's I, I don't know that you need to read that much into it I'm sure that because there is an attraction between you and he he obviously knows that you and his wife are attracted to one another that this is a no-brainer for him and if he you know I think if he thought there was a an issue, there would be more communication. I don't think there needs to be.
0: Okay, good to know. Well, I want to get a single guy's tip of the week quickly. We're not going to spend much time on this because I really want to get to the experience today because it was fucking hot as fuck. Okay. But I do want to share a single guy tip that I've been thinking a lot about lately. There have been a lot of different threads on like Facebook and Reddit and different places about who pays for dates. And yeah. I always get kind of icked out by most of the responses from couples because, like, especially there was one hot wife thread, like hot wife lifestyle thread on Reddit that was talking about – so basically they could never – they always had to get a hotel room. Neither of them could ever host for whatever this reason. a couple
1: and a single male? A
0: couple playing with a single guy. Okay. And their argument was that the, hu- or the, the single guy should always be paying because his wife is the one that's in demand. And if he's not willing to pay, they could just go find another single guy. I think we kind of touched on that on another podcast podcast. That's obviously a very egregious yeah. view on it, yeah. but I've been seeing it pop up a lot lately and it still is like, like, for example, on Facebook, just yesterday, there was a couple that was like, they asked, Who pays for the hotel room? And somebody responded, well, if it's the first time, it's always the single guy. And I was like, okay. So I commented and I was like, what is the logic there? Like, I'm not shitting on that. If that's how you want to look at it and that's your boundary and you communicate that, you get to do whatever the fuck you want in this space and people get to decide whether they want to mess with you or not. Right. In my mind, it's like I don't understand the logic there. There is no reasoning to that other than that you as a couple view you as more important than the single guy or that he should be lucky to be with you guys. Right. And I just feel like that's kind of gross behavior. So, I mean, I guess the the tip from my perspective is like understand your worth as a single man because we've talked about this a lot. If you are handsome and respectful and communicative and fun to be around and you have good hygiene, you are a catch in this space. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but the reality is most single men walk into a space. They don't know how to talk to people. If they do talk to you, they're super creepy about it. They're making it very evident right off the bat that they don't give a shit about you. They're not respecting you. They just want your hold. They want your wet hole for the night. That's all you are to them. So if you're better than that, you're going to be in high demand and you can't settle for dealing with that kind of weird bullshit.
1: Well, my, yeah, listen, I look at this in a lot of different ways, right? It, it, first of all, guys who are very, who serious, seriously quality guys in this space, and we know those guys, not only are they in demand, couples will fly them to places. Yep. Come to, on vacation with us. Come travel to our home. Stay in our home or we'll put you up somewhere. They travel with these guys. Yep, I'm not saying that's the norm. It is not the largest majority of the folks in this space, but there is a precedence that's set. Now, I get it. The woman, obviously, is considered the the trophy, if you want to go down that I'm road. I'm not
0: sure I agree with that.
1: In most people's minds. Sure. However, what came first, right? The chicken or the egg. You can't have the hot wife space if you don't have the hot wife, but you also can't have it if you don't have the guy. Well, so I, also- I would say that this is a pretty pretty much a 50-50 situation. I was going to
0: say, to me, it's an even playing field. So like the advice I would, in my personal opinion, if you're not sold on this person and you're like, yeah, we're going to feel it out. We're going to have this first experience. We're going to test how things go split it, split the room. That's the only fair and equitable thing to do. Now, if, if later on down the road, it works out well and you want to treat them to a room or they want to treat you to a room, that's whatever. But I just feel like that mentality of like, Oh, the single guy should always pay the first time. And I I would guess that their logic is that, well, it might not work out. Well, it might not work out for him either. She might be a total fucking But Not
1: only that, look at it this way. Let's say for example, that this is a situation that's going to take place here in Vegas. Right, you got a couple and a single guy. What you are not going to do is meet someone, or you know, as a couple, you're not going to meet a single guy at a bar, at a resort, or a casino, for example, and decide in thirty minutes that you want to get a room and go get one. You're not going to get a room, and if you are, you're going to pay out the ass for it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it depends on the weekend, but
1: right? For the but, most part, you but have to you've plan got ahead. to do this in advance. Yeah. So you expect a single guy, for example, maybe lives here in Vegas or is traveling here to Vegas, and to get a, to get a room to meet you. Under the guides of hopefully putting this together. Not a chance. What if you flake? What if the couple flakes? How many times couples flake here? Yeah. I mean, again, there you have to have some skin in the game. Okay, I'm the single guy. Fine. You want me to get the room? Then we meet for drinks. You pick up the tab on the drinks. There has We've got to have some give and take. Yeah. You know, putting the onus of responsibility entirely financially on the single guy is right up there with this... Invisible hierarchy in this space where it's the heteronormative couple for heteronormative couple at the very top and single dudes at the bottom and just about six inches underneath them is the non-straight single guys. And so I don't buy into that at all. You know, and I don't think the single
0: guy should either. That's no, my should, point.
1: No, yeah. b- but see, that's the difference. If you've got a, if you're a quality dude, like you just said, do not fall victim to that shit. You have, hold hold to your standards, as you said, know your value, know your worth, and say, listen, I have absolutely no problem picking up the tab the next time we get together on the room. However, I would be happy to pick up drinks or coffee or whatever, and then from there, I'll leave the ball in your court. Also, from a couple's perspective, I want. To have, if this was you and I, and it was the first time we were meeting a single guy, obviously, or you were going to play with him... I want control over that room.
0: That's the point that a lot of people made in our telegram
1: group. I get the room because I want to know everything about what's going on in that room.
0: Well, and also think about it like here in Las Vegas, especially, and I'm sure this is true in other markets too, but here in Vegas, there is a vast difference between really shitty hotels and decent hotels. I'm not talking luxury. I'm not talking about the win or the encore. I'm talking about circus circus versus... Yeah. Uh, the link. Well, I mean, the, you know, the, the price Rio difference. is the
1: Sahara. Yeah,
0: the price difference is only like 50 or $60, but they're vastly different in terms of yeah. quality. And are you just going to rely on a single man to pick a, or to pick a place and have right. no say in it because he's the one paying for it? I think that that's a bad plan. Sure,
1: especially, and we've seen this before. We've seen couples say, oh no, you have to get a room here or there. So not only is a single guy going to pay, you're going to dictate where he pays.
0: Yeah, what are you going to do? No. Tell him to go get a room at the Cosmo on a busy weekend? $300 yeah. fucking dollar room? That's that's yeah. No,
1: absolutely not. And as a couple, as I said, for me, I want the security of knowing I have control of that room.
0: Yeah. So just know your worth, know your standard. We talk about it a lot, but this is just something that I think single men need to be aware of. I'm not saying be a cheapskate. I'm not saying no. don't offer to pay for anything because you're going to get a reputation very quickly doing that. But you should be willing to have that conversation with couples and and talk about the equity of all of it. You yeah. know, it. You're both. You're all three of you are getting something out of the experience in that scenario. Well, so don't that. allow a couple to make you feel as if you are so lucky to be with them
1: exactly and listen there are two of you and one of him two of you are going to get an experience out of this there's only one of him
0: yeah it's a good way to look at it too you know so okay so i want to talk about my naughty club experience because i think it was interesting for several different reasons it was hot as fuck it's also had me questioning some things or maybe not even questioning but just like I don't know, ideas rattling around around in my mind, which I know our listeners are not shocked by because I'm no. ridiculously overly analytical and I never let things go ever in a million fucking years. So we're going to talk about all that. <laughs> but first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but it's not the best way to break your bad habits. And we're not talking about some weird voodoo from your crazy neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. Fume is an innovative and award-winning airflow device that helps you break your bad habits, especially of the hand-to-mouth variety, which is obviously very important if you're in the lifestyle, right? Because We personally don't play with people with that habit, for example. It's not a judgment thing. It's just a preference. And there's a lot of other people that feel the same. So if you want to break that bad habit or any other bad habit that you may have, I bite my fingernails, for example. Constantly. Constantly. I'm constantly picking at hangnails. Well, when I have the fume device in my hand, it allows me to fidget with it. So it takes my mind off the fact that I want to bite my nails, right? Same thing with any other bad habit that you may be trying to break. Fume uses completely natural flavored air packets inside of their wood and... And a metal device to help you break the bad habit, but also have something flavorful in your mouth that tastes good and you don't have to feel guilty about it because, like I said, it's completely natural. There are no chemicals. There are no electronics involved with this. It is just a, you know, decently healthy product to be using.
1: Best of all the options.
0: So, if you would like to accelerate humanity's breakup with bad habits, you can try Fume for yourself right now. It's the best time to start the good habit with Fume. All orders between January 1st and January 14th have Buy one, get one cores. Cores are the little flavored air packets that go inside of the device. My personal favorite is their mint flavor. I just love it. It makes my breath feel fresh. I just love it.
1: Who doesn't love mint?
0: Yeah, so you can stock up on New Year's resolution. Plus, as a listener of our show, you're gonna get 10% off when you use our code. That's head to tryfume.com FPS and use our code FPS for an additional 10% off of their products, plus BOGO CORES until January 14th to help make starting the good habit that much easier. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. And I love this product because it makes it really easy for people that have issues in the lifestyle, sexual health issues that they may be struggling with, to go somewhere that feels safe, right? Because it can feel really awkward to go to a doctor, sit in front of a stranger and tell them about your sexual health concerns, especially as a lifestyler, right? Yeah,
1: these are lifestyle people.
0: The uh, shameless care. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my point. You don't want to go to somebody who has no knowledge of the lifestyle, sit in front of them, answer a bunch of incredibly vulnerable questions. Why not just take all of that awkwardness out of it and go to shamelesscare.com? You can get not only STI kits at home, but also ED medication shipped directly to your door, which is obviously a huge thing for penis having people in the lifestyle. We constantly hear about performance anxiety and how nerve wracking it can be to walk into a new experience with new people. And not have any sort of insurance, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Happens
1: all the time.
0: (laughs) So if you want to get that issue taken care of, you can do it discreetly by heading to shamelesscare.com. You fill out a quick intake form and they ship ED medication directly to your door. That is it. And right now, listeners of our show can get $30 off their first shameless care service, whether it's an STI kit at home or that first month of ED medication, when you use our code FPS at checkout. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS for $30 off. How fucking excited are you to go to L.A. for our first California Hot Wife event?
1: Ladies Fantasy Night. I am (gasps) fucking pumped. We have been really eager to get into the L.A. market. We're going to be hosting at Club Joy with some of our favorite fucking people in this space. And we are putting together Ladies Fantasy Night. So fucking excited.
0: I cannot tell you how excited I am for many reasons. One, because we've had a ton of California folks reach out to us, wanting us to do something in that state. And we just were waiting for the right time. This is the right time. It's the right people we're doing it with. It's the right venue. And it's perfect time of the week too. It's on a Thursday, which I understand not everyone wants to go to an event on a Thursday, but it starts earlier than a lot of the other lifestyle events. So, you know, you can come have fun, get your freak on and then leave and still get to bed at a decent time. So if you'd like to join us the first... First ever ladies fantasy night that we're hosting along with Genie Wishes and Arizona Fantasy Club is happening January 25th at Club Joy. You do have to be an approved member of our site and purchase tickets in advance. You can head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to see all of the information and get started to join us on January 25th for ladies fantasy night. So this was a, it was a very fun experience for me. It's also, I feel like me playing in club environments is like a constant moving target. I'm constantly learning more about what works for me, what doesn't, what are some of my desires in that environment? What is completely off the table for me? And this experience was no different because like I said, ridiculously hot. We're going to share some of the details of that, but there was also kind of a bigger takeaway from the end of it that I think we should discuss. We'll get to okay. that as well. So basically we hosted our regular Thursday nights and we, we get asked all the, time, by the way, if we play at our own events. The answer is it completely depends. Yeah. You almost never do. I do only if it's in an environment that is already very controlled, right? right? Like when we host at an existing club and they have all of the accoutrement that are needed in there and they have staff, we have security. I don't constantly have to worry about everything that's going on in that environment. I'll play. Right. It's not necessarily the norm, but it happens from time to time. And this particular night was that. So I had my friend Wes there. He also had two Two of his play partners there that evening, which was kind of an interesting interesting, dynamic because obviously I know that he plays with both of these women. They actually showed up together. And I was like, okay. In my mind, I was like, I'm out for the night, not because I feel like I'm playing third string to them or anything, but just more so because like – I'm the one hosting the event and they're there as attendees and they're also both his play partners. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you know, I was, I was just going with the flow. I I have no issue with that. I have no issue sitting it out. I'm not, you know, possessive of him in that environment whatsoever. But he comes up to me as doors are getting ready to close and he's like, you're mine for tonight. And I was like, oh, that's fucking
1: hot. (laughs) Yeah. So he obviously had a conversation with them about, you know what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, he told me that I got him that night, and part of it was because he and I hadn't seen each other in a while. This was our first experience in over a month, and for a while there, we were playing very consistently. So this was like, yeah, in his mind, he's like, you know, Brenna hasn't had the D from me in a while, so she kind of gets first dibs on me, which I liked. I felt flattered by that to some degree because this is a man that has options.
1: He's got a lot of options, but also, let's not forget, he's also the guy that you made very clear. You're not thrilled about the idea of not being... First.
0: Well, yeah, I will not play third. I mean, if you're, if you want to play with them, that is great. You go have your fun. But in that environment, and it's not like a spoiled brat thing, it really isn't. It's a hygiene thing. I am such a fucking germaphobe. The idea of like his mouth. Being all over somebody else and like you know the sweat from somebody else being on him yeah. and not being able to shower—it's not
1: like a like a hotel takeover where right. you can get a, get away, get cleaned up, get freshened up. Oh yeah, that.
0: like if you go to Secrets or something, it's you have different. your own room. You can go shower yeah. off. There's there are it's no showers different. in this facility. Now there are a lot of things that you can yeah. use. They have mints and they have you know uh, towels and all the bathrooms well, and all that kind of stuff. But it's not is the same a shower, thing.
1: But But it's not super convenient. Well, nobody uses it. That's that's weird. It's It's it's
0: even like curtained off. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an environment where you can clean up. So yes, I've made that very clear to him. Like if I'm not first choice for that night, I'm okay with that because you and I live in the same city. We can fuck whenever we want, but I'm not going to play with you after you've already been with somebody else. And he was like, I get that. That was a conversation we had in the past. So anyway, yeah, he told me I, I got him that night and I was excited by that. So doors close at 10, playrooms open at 10. Right. And he immediately goes and finds a playroom. And I was like, give me five minutes. I'm going to clean myself up. I went in and you know, uh, had some like a little mouthwash w- with me and I mouthwashed myself up and just made myself all fresh and ready to go. And I go knock on his door and he's already, he has a shirt off. He still has like his pants on and everything. And he immediately sits down on the couch and starts taking his shoes off. And then he pulls his pants down and his boxer briefs down. And it, I had also changed into a piece of lingerie in the yeah. Yeah, you came and bathroom.
1: told me. I was at the front door. You're like, hey, I'm going to play. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got this. So
0: I was already like mostly naked and he starts peeling everything off and sits on the couch and he commands me to get down on my knees in between his legs and start sucking his cock. And there is so something so fucking sexy to me about that with him because it's the quiet confidence. This is not a man that is going to run around, you know, calling himself a dom or being like, oh, I'm going to dominate your ass tonight. He's not that person. He's not
1: boisterous at all. Actually.
0: It's this calm, but very direct communication that he's been providing me lately during our play that drives me fucking crazy. It makes me instantly wet. It just, I fucking love it.
1: Well, it's kind of a, um, a, not that he's aloof, but he does have a, he's, he's confident, he's quiet. He's more subdued. He's laid back. He's not going to be the loudest guy in the room, obviously. Um, and there's something to be said for that. There's a a level of a, you know, there's an attractive quality about that.
0: Well, I think, you know what it is? It's kind of like a lot, I mean, so growing up, I had a parent that never yelled and a parent that always yelled. Like, yeah. my dad was a yeller, but we never took it seriously because he was just like bah, 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 like yeah. barking all the time. Right. There was no bite behind the bark. My mom never had to yell right. because she's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with a guy who's telling me what to do in the bedroom. If he's barking orders to me all the time or whatever, yeah, it the doesn't.
1: The loudest one is the weakest it's one. Not it's not sexy
0: yours. to me. It's this idea of like, I feel like I'm getting this piece of him in that moment. You know, right. I'm getting that taste of that like behind the scenes, that more aggressive, dominant, assertive person. And there's something incredibly erotic about that to me. I get it. So I immediately, of course, abide. I get down on my knees. I get down between his legs and I start sucking his cock and I'm kind of, you know, swirling my tongue around the tip of it a little bit. I'm very lightly kind of touching his balls. And then he's like, you know what I want because he fucking loves to be deep-throated. Like that is his thing. Mm -hmm. He appreciates the tease to some degree. Sometimes he'll let me tease him a little bit longer than other times but he knows that i know what to do (laughs) obviously because he literally said you know what i like you know what i'm waiting for and i was like okay so i start choking on his cock i'm literally pushing it as far into my throat as i can and trying to hold it there as long as i can because he fucking loves it
1: now were you not in the room directly behind me or were you in the room all the, the other room all the way down the hall? I was all the way
0: down the okay. hall. Okay. For yeah. some
1: reason, I thought you were in the room behind the the front door area there because no. I heard noises coming from there. It was too loud. I couldn't tell whether it was you, but I, I thought you were in that room.
0: Nope. that wasn't me. Okay. So anyway, we're we, I'm deep throating his cock, cock literally at the back of my throat. I'm holding it in place. I open my eyes to look up at him, and he's kind of like slumped down, so it's easy for us to still like it's our eyes are pretty well on level with each other. I know that's hard to describe, but like the couch is already pretty low to the ground and then he's kind of slouching down in it. So even though I'm sucking his cock, we can very easily look into each other's eyes yeah. in that position. And the smoldering look in his eyes, while I have his cock at the back of my throat, will live with me for a very fucking long time. It was just so intent, so passionate, so clear that he was enjoying every fucking second of of me just choking on his cock. It was so hot. I mean, at one point I had like dribble running down one of those like corners of my mouth. I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't even wiping it off. I mean, I felt it and I right. noticed it, but that was so not my focus in that moment. I was just so intently focused on the look on his face and how much I felt like I was providing him by not even really doing anything. At this point, I'm not pumping up and down on his cock. I'm literally just holding his cock at the back of my throat.
1: Is this, do you think that this level of, intensity with Wes in particular is because of the amount of time you guys have now spent together? Is it just increasing? Of course,
0: of course yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't develop this type well, of connectivity with someone one or two times in.
1: No, but it's also that you don't necessarily, at this point, you're not seeing each other very often. His schedule got crazy.
0: I think that's kind of better. So, I got to be honest. Yeah. I think with him specifically, if we saw each other every single week, there wouldn't be that like carnal desire for each other. No,
1: no question about it. I There's could a be difference. wrong, but... There's a difference.
0: Yeah, so anyway, that goes on for quite a while. Then, of course, he wants to go down on me. So I get on the bed. He stands up and gets in between my legs, starts licking me. And he's always been good with oral, but I think there was something about the connectedness in that moment. And also, again, going back to what I enjoy in a club environment, I don't necessarily like to watch or be watched. I would so much prefer to hear. So while I'm laying there on my back, I start hearing all of the other rooms filling up and all of the moans going on. And I start hearing people like shuffling outside the door and potentially listening to us and like hopefully enjoying the fact that they can hear us. And all of that fed and fueled me so much while he's going down on me. So I think it was the combination of the two. Like he went to fucking work on that pussy. He was licking the clit. He was kind of nibbling on the lips. He was kneading my inner thighs with his hands. He was grabbing onto my ass at one point with both hands. That coupled with all of these very erotic noises going on around me was Pure ecstasy.
1: Yeah, the room. If you were in that all the way down the end of that hall, that's where the private rooms are, and there's two other private rooms right near you. And like you said, people are kind of walking up and down that hallway. You can hear footsteps. You can hear everything. And so, yeah, you're you're getting some of that you know periphery noise while you're trying to concentrate on what you're doing because that's the only room in that club that I play in. Yeah, it's the only one. Yep. Um, Which I've done what twice now I think, but because it's all the way in the back, it's the furthest one. And you hear the least, but you can still hear a lot.
0: Well, so while he was going down on me, I had this crazy fucking orgasm, and I just let out all my moans. And I never stifle myself. I don't care where the fuck I am. Oh, I'm gonna make noises. You're in a
1: lifestyle fuck club.
0: And I hear outside of the door just as I'm like reaching my climax. I hear a couple, and they're talking back and forth to each other. And the guys like, I don't know who's in there, but this is fucking hot. You should come listen. <laughs> and so the whole rest of the time, I wondered how long they were standing outside and listening to us in there. Again, if they were, if the door. Door was open and they were watching us yeah that mystery same. is completely gone it's kind of the reason you and i play separately and people yeah. are so confused by that to me that mystery is so fucking hot because in my mind the couple standing outside that door was super fucking hot and i would totally want to fuck them right. and they're super normal you know what i mean i don't know anything about them i just get to fantasize about yeah it. and
1: then they listened to you for a period of time and then ran off and went and, and fucked each other because they were so worked up you know yeah, like, yeah, you don't, yeah look, we
0: yeah. fueled them with our sexy noises and I, right. that's what i'm imagining again i have no fucking idea but the the fact that I didn't get to see it, I just heard it was really hot.
1: Yeah, no, when I tell people about why it is that we play the way we play and what our dynamic is like, they have a hard time understanding it. But then it's like, man, you just need to try it. And then you'll get it. And it, inevitably, or you they won't, do, which is fine. Well, most of the time when they do, they're like, oh, yeah, I totally get it now. You know, it's not necessarily their thing. They don't do it all the time. It's like, yeah, no, there's something to it. And it's, you know, there is it, it's just that the idea of not knowing is really hot.
0: Yeah, for sure. So anyway, I, then I'm like, of course, I need to fuck you. Like, I need to have you inside of me fucking me. Imme- I think my exact words, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but I'm fairly certain my exact words were, I need you to put on a condom and get that inside of me immediately. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and he was like, okay. So he goes and puts on a condom and he gets on top of me. And with Wes lately, it's been really interesting, our sex. Like once his cock is actually inside of me, it's like things shift. Up to that point, it was very hot. It was very connected. This was like, I don't even know how to describe it it was like we were dancing naked it was just this constant flow of energy like he's fucking me i'm pushing my hips up into him i'm rubbing my hands all over him there was never a moment where i was overthinking what was happening in that moment it was just pure fucking like movement going on or is it it didn't start off rough. It's just very, like, rhythmic. Like, I'm bucking up into him. He's bucking back into me. We're kind of talking dirty to each other. I've started calling him daddy. That's, like, one of my favorite fucking things to do. So, you know, I'm like, oh, God, that cock feels so good, daddy. And he's like, good. It's just for you tonight. And I'm glad you like it. And, you know, just all just yeah. naughty fucking shit. But it, my point is it was not aggressive in that moment. It wasn't like either of us were thinking about what was going on. It was just this, like, rhythmic back and forth movement. And, and there was one moment where I kind of, like, wrapped my legs around him and tried to like push myself up off the bed as much as I could so that he gets this super deep penetration and it just felt, everything felt so organic. I guess that's the best way to put it. Right. And then he wants me to get on top, which is where things always get interesting with he and I for whatever reason. I think he really likes me being on top and I enjoy being on top. So it just works in that way. So anyway... I get on top of him. I start like very slowly kind of figurating my hips back and forth and, you know, doing that nice movement where it's like not up and down necessarily. It's more of like a side to side with maybe a little bit of lift. And that seems to really drive him crazy. And then I don't remember exactly what I said. There was something that I said in that moment that just completely shifted the energy. I think it was something like, I was so exci- I'm so excited that I get to be your good girl tonight or something right. like that. And he was like, oh really? And so he starts grabbing onto my ass. He starts spanking me from behind and like t- just the dirtiest dirty talk you could ever fucking imagine. I mean we are just going back and forth with each other. It is. So I'm as I'm coming I came so hard while I was riding him on top and I'm literally like screaming out daddy while I'm coming.
1: <laughs> That's pretty naughty.
0: And again the whole time I'm thinking like who's listening outside and hearing this? Well by that
1: point we were busy that night too. We had a lot of people in the club by that point you know that area stays busy because it kind of becomes a bottleneck but that's where the private rooms are so anybody waiting around for one of those rooms they're hanging out in that hallway and then of course the The restrooms are down the other end of the hall. There was probably a lot of people listening.
0: Probably. So then I get off of him. He gets behind me. He starts fucking me from behind. He is spanking my ass. He's grabbing onto my ass. He's kind of pulling my hair a little bit from the back. I mean, this is where things really got rough. But again, it didn't feel forced. Nothing felt forced. This was just a very natural progression. It felt like we were building an intensity even over just the half hour, 40 minutes that we were together. And that was really exciting because I feel like I got a lot of different elements of him. Him in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, he's fucking me from behind. I come again. I push his cock right out of me because I had the craziest orgasm, and then he just kind of stops and lays down next to me on the bed, and I lay next to him. And I'm like, "Did you finish?" And he says, "No." And I was like, oh, "Okay, is it because we're at the club, or like, are you distracted?" Or and again, like, I never want. I hate when people have like come shaming, or yeah. when people come shame other people right. when they're like, "Oh, it, you know, it was a fine experience, but he didn't come." Right. It's like, what the fuck does that really matter? It. That's not. That shouldn't be the pinnacle of whether... Or the, I guess that shouldn't be the determining factor, I should say, of whether an experience is a success or a failure right. if the man comes. That's just ridiculous. If you had fun, if you were pleasured, I certainly had orgasms. He seemed to have a blast. So that's not really the issue. Right. It was more so that he said something along the lines of, I think subconsciously there's the potentiality of me playing with someone else tonight, so maybe it's best that I don't come. And it felt like, okay, are you purposefully holding back with me. I didn't get the full experience because you want to provide that full experience for somebody else. And it was kind of a knee jerk moment for me. It was not like I wasn't pissed. I wasn't what I would call jealous. It was more so just like, well, that doesn't feel awesome.
1: No, there's something to be said for, listen, if that's what you're going to do, maybe I just don't need to know it.
0: Or maybe, maybe tell me in advance Like, hey, just so you know, I know that you like to be first. I would like to provide that experience for you tonight. But I did discuss playing with somebody else, too. So I just want to give you the heads up that we may not reach, like, full climax.
1: Well, also, it's like, listen, you know I came with my other two playmates. I'm going to be – I have to play with them as well. We've got kind of a plan. But I want you to be first. I want to spend time with you. Just know that I might not orgasm. Because it's going to be a long night.
0: Yeah, and I, I do want to say this. I know that my feelings on this are not a hundred percent logical. Like I know from because we're in a lifestyle environment, and like you said, he has two other people there yeah. that he plays with very regularly. It's not logical for me to be annoyed by this situation, but I can still feel that way even if there's no logic in it. And I'm not even sure annoyed is, is yeah, the right word. Say, it was just annoyed. kind of like ah, that feels a little icky.
1: Yeah, it's, well, because then what you get is, you, for me, what I'm thinking is, now I get the feeling that, yes, while I was first, I'm still not necessarily the priority. Yeah. Now, and that's fine. I don't have to be your priority. I just don't want to know it.
0: Yeah. That's, oh my God, that you know is I mean? so fucking true. That is exactly what it I is. I don't need
1: to know that I'm not your top fucking priority. I just don't want to hear it.
0: Well, because in reality, he's not often my top priority either. Right, but you know? don't share that with. him. But I don't know? tell him that. Yeah, you don't
1: ever. You never say like to anyone for that matter. Hey, I want to play. I'm not. You're not going to get my all because I'm playing with somebody else later. So this is kind of a warm up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're just taking just a test drive. But you know?
0: you know the other the other part of me is like I should know what I'm getting into in a club environment, right? Like this is very common. At Hot Wife events especially, but at lifestyle events in general. As we
1: know with our friends, our single male friends particularly, this is pretty common with them.
0: It is. Well, it's very common with anyone, I think. If you are going into that environment and your goal is to have as much fun as possible, there are a lot of people that play all night long at an event. We have people, I see them play four or five times in a night. I celebrate that 1,000%. I am not judging it in any way. You fucking do you, man. I celebrate it but I'm not that person. And so in some ways it feels, I don't know. Well, like here's an example. One of my other play partners was there that night. Yeah. much younger guy and yeah. he wanted to play and I was willing to like make out with him and, and kind of touch and that sort of thing. But I was very clear with him. Like, I don't necessarily feel sexy at this moment right? because I already already played and I don't have a way to change my clothes or shower, shower or yeah. any of those things. And he was like, oh, that's totally fine. I was like, I did use mouthwash. I went immediately in and mouthwashed everything. I put a mint in, you know, I cleaned myself up with the towel, but it's still like, I don't feel a hundred percent right now. Right.
1: And that's what guys really need. To, guys really need to understand that when it comes to gals in this space. Well,
0: but some women don't care, and that's also fine. That's 100% fine, but my point is I just need to understand my limitations in that space and not take things personally just because someone else wants to operate differently than I do.
1: No, for sure, but do you not on some level feel like, okay, he had an agenda, right? He wanted to play with you first, knowing full well that there was going to be some more play for him later, so he wasn't going to play to completion with you, his prerogative, totally fine. But does that not then give you a missed opportunity? Because you may have played with our other friend, our younger friend, but you had an experience with Wes. You now feel not necessarily unfulfilled, but a little bit, kind of, kind of dismayed by the whole thing. So on top of not feeling awesome about the end result, you're also not going to play with somebody else because you took the time to play with him first, and it, you know, it pre- prevented you from going forward. Again. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't really look at it like that. I don't. Just I don't look at anything as a missed opportunity. I don't look at anything as like, well, I coulda, shoulda, woulda done this. I, I think that that's a really bad way to look at anything that you're doing in the lifestyle. For me personally, it was just like. It, it hurt my feelings a tiny bit and I didn't really understand why. And now I've had time to digest it and understand that it's 100% a hundred percent of me problem. Yeah. If I have an issue with something like that, I need to communicate it upfront and maybe I need to not play in those environments, which would be totally fine.
1: Well, I think at this point, the conversation you have certainly with Wes going forward, should he come with someone else or not, You know, with another guest say, hey are you prepared to play with me to completion or you have other plans I, I, See, later? I don't even
0: care about that. I just don't want to know. Like, if you're not going to come... Like, yeah,
1: that's fine too. Don't tell me. I don't, we even don't even know why. We don't have to have
0: that conversation cuz I didn't ask him specifically why he didn't come. I was just I I surmised it was maybe because he was distracted. So I just right. asked that question, are you distracted by all the noises? He could have just been like, "No, nah, I'm just not I I'm not going to get there right now."
1: Yeah, that's fine. No yeah, problem. I don't need like I said, I'm I am not need owed know.
0: that information, but when you no. present the information, then of course, my fucking brain just starts going off yeah. in a million different directions and spiraling and thinking about it for days and and that's also really silly and that's something I have to work on, but that's just the way my brain currently works.
1: Yeah. I mean, Listen, most people don't give a shit. It, it, they just don't. And that's fine. Oops, well, I think that's know.
0: where, you know, it's I've had a lot of conversations lately about, you know, us being poly minded and what that looks like for us in the lifestyle. And I realize more and more what that actually means in terms of these types of environments, because it's like and, and not that Wes and I are ever going to be in a relationship. Right. That's not the goal. That's not what I'm talking about but I feel like that's more of a poly mindset, right? Like you chose yeah, me for the evening. So we get to go off. That means that I get X, Y, Z from you. You know what I mean? It just versus like, we're in a fun environment and whatever happens happens and we're going to play with whatever, whoever makes sense. And you know, as long as everyone's like, on the same
1: board. Is it almost not like getting, like you get the new toy on Christmas, but there's no batteries.
0: I didn't see it that way. You
1: know what I mean? Like, I didn't get the full experience. Like, Do, do you not feel like... That's
0: not how I feel at all. Okay. I'm the, just curious. It's not. For me, it's about how it was communicated. It's not about him not coming. I simply don't care about that. Right. The guy that I played with that Secrets, I had a fucking blast with him. We laughed. I came multiple times. It was hot and heavy. Totally want to see him again. Yeah. He didn't come, and that's okay.
1: Right. Yeah. But
0: he didn't go, yeah, I'm holding back because right. I have plans with XYZ tonight and right. she probably needs to get There's me to come. There's a
1: very different – yeah, that's a very different mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It, well, the entire circumstance is different obviously for any number of reasons. But like I said, I, I don't need to know that I'm not the, the priority. Just I just don't need to know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, I think that's where it's at for me.
0: Uh, Yeah, me too. So anyway, I mean it's about me communicating. It's about me obviously trying to be less neurotic, but also understanding my own limitations in those spaces because I do like playing at clubs. I like hearing all the noises. I like knowing that people might be listening to me, and maybe that's fueling them. All of that is ridiculously erotic for me, but I also need to understand that I have limitations in that space and to be able to like effectively communicate that with the people that I'm playing with.
1: Yeah, and I think as you know, listen, as time's gone on, our not, I don't need necessarily say preferences but our wants and desires so i guess our preferences in this space they 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 change.
0: Oh my god, mine change weekly. What you are know? you talking about?
1: I mean it's constant and that's you know the onus of responsibility of controlling that is on us. Yeah. We have to figure that shit out. It's not somebody else's fucking problem. Yep. You know, he came with two other gals, regular play partners. He chose to play with you first and let you know that you were a priority in that,
0: which I instance, really appreciate it, which
1: is certainly appreciated. Yep, and
0: I need to focus on that and not the other shit. Part. Yeah, that's the yep. part
1: that matters. The rest of it, you know, it's, it's just not had, that big. And of again, deal. you had a good time, right? Of course. So the the rest of it really shouldn't matter, theoretically. If most people that you ask, they would probably tell you, yeah, listen, you had a good time, fuck it.
0: Yeah, I agree. So anyway, uh, we have a lot more bonus content that is going to be coming out. In fact, we just put up a new Sex on Your Terms about a topic that you and I pretty vehemently did not agree on. Well, at we least didn't. not when we started the Sex on Your Terms. No. If you guys are not familiar with Sex on Your Terms, that is a series that we do specifically for our Patreon community where we dig into topics in the lifestyle that are important to us. Sometimes we debate them. Sometimes we rant about them. Yeah. More often than not, we come to the end of those episodes learning something completely different about each other and maybe even about ourselves. So it, I really, really like doing those episodes and our Patreon members, some a lot of them say that those are their favorite yeah. episodes that we put out. Yeah. So if you want access to all of that as well as tons of other bonus content. You can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We would love to see you there. If you would like to join us for an upcoming event, we are going to be all over the place in 2024. So yes. go see all of the upcoming stuff by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com. Quick update on Podbash 2024. We wow. had a lot of people book over the last couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: this weekend uh, and well, and this weekend. So If if
0: you're looking to come, you can't wait. That's basically it. I've had several people in the last few weeks email us and say, hey, we want to come, but we need to wait on booking. I get it. It seems like it's a long way off, but it is going to fill up. So you really do need to get your room while they last. And- yeah, and the cabanas. Get your cabanas, and there. you can find the link for all of like uh, members dot has everything, including the link on how to book Pod Bash. Right. So that's the easy way to just go to get everything taken care of. Yeah. And what else do we have?
1: Uh, we have a lot. I mean, we got obviously L.A. We have Caliente. We have Denver, Vegas, I mean, all of it. We got it all, and we're doing a lot of travel in this year. I mean, crazy, crazy travel. Got AVN this month, so we're going to be here. If anybody's coming to town for that, reach out. Hit us up. Maybe we'll meet you for uh, a drink or something. I don't see
0: that happening. We're going to be real fucking busy during AVN. You are.
1: You just got hit up by another gentleman that wants to shoot content with you that I know and is a solid dude, So, so it should be fun. stay
0: tuned for all of that, and as always, thank you guys very much for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody.